Hello and welcome to Hockey Te Charcha, a podcast series launched by Hockey India in April 2021 with an intention to bring interesting stories of hockey stars who have carved a niche for themselves representing the glorious past, present and promising future of the sport. Hockey Te Charcha brings to you engaging conversations with these icons who are a part of the larger hockey ecosystem as they share their stories and incredible journey. I'm your host Nandini and in today's episode we talk to seasoned umpires Javed Sheikh and Raghu Prasad who have been appointed by the FIH to officiate in the men's hockey matches at the upcoming Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. Javed and Raghu welcome to Hockey Te Charcha. Thank you Nandini. Thank you Nandini. Uh firstly um Javed let's begin with you um I would like to uh, understand how you came into officiating aapne kab begin kiya aur kaise ye journey shuru hua Uh actually uh, I used to play hockey my father was into hockey and uh, then he was a coach and a local umpire also so I used to play a quite good hockey but and always have a like a dream to represent India but uh, then at around 25 26 of age my father recognized that i am not going to represent india mm-hmm. so he gave me an option to be a, a coach or an umpire so you can be with the game and then uh, uh, mera nature is tarah sa hai ki i am not a very uh, very good in talking terms or team effort like gathering the team so uh, i thought coaching will not be suitable for me so i thought umpiring karenge to it will be like uh, i am doing my best and whatever the benefit is there i'll get from that mm. so then i started umpiring uh, by giving local exam in mumbai uh, started officiating at a very lower level like fourth division and then gradually start started learning umpiring and then that that went on mm. fantastic so which year was this javed when you started uh, 1999 yeah okay fantastic and uh, ragu how did you uh, come into officiating um well uh, my career uh, started in the year 2001 it was in uh, bangalore at uh, kesa chek uh, and uh, that time uh, i was uh, into the juniors and the 21 uh, team i thought okay being in the team uh, i might get uh, closer to the associations and uh, might get into the team uh, weird idea at that time um but uh, at that time krishnamurthy uh, sir was uh, watching me uh, during the camp uh, they asked me to just umpire the local friendly match just appreciate it uh, then krishnamurthy sir said okay leave your stick uh, pick up your whistle uh, then he sent me to the karimnagar uh, there was a junior tournament national level mm. uh, there it started my career umpiring career right i'm sure there'll be a lot of memories uh... in this journey as well which we will be talking about uh, in the in the upcoming minutes but um, i just want to understand from both of you you know you have officiated at a number of reputed international tournaments ranging from asian games commonwealth games champions trophy and so on but just how different is the experience of officiating at the olympics javed uh different in the sense uh, it's so uh, more bigger uh, more attention from everyone so the the more expectations the more pressure 
Uh, that's how, oh, and then uh, we need to deal with those uh, pressure from uh, from all the corners, like players, coaches, uh, and then uh, it has a very big big event, uh, and that obviously that comes to the umpiring and officiating also when we we are on the field, uh, we can we can feel that pressure uh, mm-hmm. compared to the other tournaments. Right. And uh, Raghu, you were part of uh, London Olympics. Now uh, this is going to be your second Olympics. So, um, you know, how different is this? You were there at the World Cup as well in 2018 Men's World Cup. Uh, of course, these events, like Javed said, will have a lot of pressure on the umpires as well. Um, exactly. Uh, mainly uh, whatever uh, discipline a player or an official does. Uh, ultimately, their goal is to be in the Olympic team. Uh, same uh, for the officiating also. Whatever the pressure uh, the players are uh, finding while they are playing, uh, it same applies to the umpires also because it is the topmost event in the world and they have to do the justice, the, the best possible justice to the teams, whichever is playing the best on that particular day. And uh, that's why uh, we have to be very much uh, prepared um, like uh, nowadays, hockey is uh, so fast. Um, we have to be very quick uh, in uh, being in position or giving decision. Uh, might be like uh, they used to say. My senior uh, umpires used to say, like a fraction of a second delay in a whistle or fraction of a second early whistle might lead to injury, might not lead to injury, or might lead to a spectacular goal or spectacular move. Mm. So we have to be prepared for those things, and uh, sometimes, uh, uh, yeah, officiating at the Olympics definitely experience uh, definitely counts, and uh, achieving uh, and moving to up to that ladder, uh, it took almost for us almost uh, a decade. Mm, right. Also, you know, when players talk about Olympics, a I- it's it's a multidiscipline event. You're going to have so many athletes coming from um, different parts of the world. Of course, there's a different pressure for the players, uh, you know. But um, again, you know, just emphasizing a bit more on that pressure and how do you prepare before going into a match? Um, you know, what are the things running in your mind? How do you uh, start your day? Uh, you know, do you do you ensure you get a good night's sleep? You know that that's how the players prepare uh, a day before the match. You know, they ensure they get about eight to nine hours of sleep. They have a sixty to seventy percent, um, uh, you know, breakfast. They don't have, go in complete full full stomach. Then they go into uh, activation before they go into the ground. So these are the things that you know they follow. So what is the steps that uh, umpires follow before a match? I think uh, uh, the same uh, same kind of uh, uh, routine, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, we normally get our appointments just one evening before the game. Like tomorrow is the match, so we get the appointment for the uh, one evening before. Okay. So as soon as we get the appointment, uh, there will be a co-umpire who is with whom we are going to umpire the game. Then which other teams uh, that are going to play, and mm-hmm. then uh, automatically that. Uh, that thought process start working like uh, these are the teams so we are obviously we also study the teams uh, how their uh, structure is uh, how their culture of the game 
yeah. uh, how they like to play and then accordingly uh, we started preparing for ourselves in that evening mm. uh, like uh, which team is going to put more pressure which team has good drag clickers in their team uh, those kind of things and then uh, we just uh, switch off from that have a good sleep and then in the morning uh, after breakfast we'll like to have a discussion with the co-umpire uh, mm. who is with whom we are going to talk like uh, how he's feeling about the game and then we discuss a lot of other aspects like uh, uh, how we are going to cooperate with each other or yeah. uh, how we are going to handle the uh, tackles uh, breakdown tackles and lot of things that we discuss and yeah. then uh, for me uh, after having that discussion i just tried to uh, switch off from hockey for some time okay. uh, so that i can uh, come back again uh, when where before going for the match so that's how i prepare So when you say you switch off Javed uh, what do you do are you listening to music or are you doing some meditation what do you do uh, I like to uh, read a lot okay uh, not uh, not like novels and all but a uh, few things like uh, uh, engineering aspect or uh, how to uh, or I like to see uh, youtube videos on uh, scientifically how the things are moving and all that stuff but something uh, away from hockey hmm okay so, yeah just to elaborate on this uh, ragu um, you know i just like to add a little bit more to this question you know apart from the preparation before a match do you guys also follow some sort of stu- superstitions you know players do follow superstitions i know you know they wear their right socks first and then they wear their left socks so these things you know they follow their very you know they they believe in these things so Do you guys also have uh, such superstitions? Uh, well, uh, thinking of me, uh, yes, I do have a little bit of uh, uh, superstition uh, where, like, uh, not only in umpiring, while uh, I used to play also, okay. definitely I used to wear uh, right socks first, uh, then the shin pads, right? Everything starts from the right side so that everything becomes right. Um, that's how uh, I used to think and. even uh, that also keeps going uh, now also even uh, for example if i have to say like you know uh, what time i have to start uh, going for fitness uh, mm-hmm. before the match or even uh, keeping the cards like green yellow red which where uh, which pocket i have to keep uh, which is the first which has to go inside and okay. what color bezel uh, i have to use um, those are the things definitely i do have a little bit of uh, superstitions uh, i don't know whether it works uh, out well or what but as of now uh, nothing wrong has happened uh, everything has gone well god grace uh, happy for it that's nice to know ragu um just as we are talking about uh, preparations you know um Uh, i just want to understand uh, about uh, your fitness regime you know we've seen the game getting quicker in these this past decade players are supremely fit last week uh, we were talking to coach roland tolsmans he was talking about uh, how some of the players are averaging 24 in the netherlands squad in yo yo test so in that sense there is a lot of pressure on the umpires also to be quick on the field it's not like cricket where you know the umpire is standing you know stationed in one position but constantly you guys are running up and down so uh, there's a lot of emphasis on fitness now ragu you want to go first yes please 
yes, definitely. As uh, everyone knows that uh, nowadays hockey is so fast, and always uh, uh, previously previous years like they were offside. Umpires used to stand just on twenty-five or uh, behind the back line and used to officiate. Uh, since half uh, uh, this one has been removed by the rules board, uh, and almost all the players are inside the circle from top to bottom, back to back, uh, from the back line to the other back line. And we also have to run in such a way, like always we have to be in front of the ball and uh, more than in front of the players, as like uh, we have to receive the ball or receive the players who are coming towards us. Uh, so definitely, yes, uh, we do have our fitness regime and also FIH and Hockey India has given uh, the guidelines uh, and they do have the fitness test conducted uh, almost uh, three to four months, uh, uh, almost like uh, four times in a year uh, where we have to give our fitness test, which is almost an yo-yo test, one thing, and the other one is Don uh, Monte test. And it depends upon the level of uh, which level uh, we are, the umpires are in. For example, me and Javed are in uh, Olympic panel uh, list. So we have to complete uh, 19, uh, almost like 2200 meters uh, in the yo yo test. Okay. And we have to, and the Don Monte, which is a sprint test, mm. uh, we have to cover 40 meters in uh, within six seconds. Okay. Uh, so for that, Definitely, uh, it cannot be like uh, we should also do our uh, fitness every day. Uh, uh, even uh, now in lockdown, uh, I do my fitness uh, at home. Uh, like uh, I do the online thing where I have joined a uh, gym called as uh, Academy of Strength. They do this online uh, classes with uh, strengthening and conditioning and animal flow, which has really really helped me a lot in achieving those uh, uh, fitness uh, uh, results okay that's nice to know so uh, something else that i want to um, talk to you uh, both of you is that you know in in the last uh, few years we've seen that the rules have gotten much stricter you know and which is kind of led to players being a bit more disciplined on the field we don't see uh, too many uh, you know, uh, fights as such, which probably we would see maybe 10 or 15 years ago uh, between uh, absolutely uh, rival teams, probably like India-Pakistan or, um, you know, even in domestic matches, we would see a lot of this happening. But uh, over these past few years, I think it's changed a lot and players are also... Um, they're scared of either getting a card or, you know, of course, you know, there's an outright ban as well, you know, a two-match ban or and so on and so forth. So, can you recall, you know, uh, such instances in the past and how it has changed now in recent times? If you can give some example of it. Oh, well, uh, in that case, I think, uh, first of all, the uh, rules change uh, regarding the self-pass. Uh, when this uh, self-pass rule came, uh, the players don't have the time to speak to the umpires. As soon as you blow the whistle, the player can immediately start with their uh, with their own pass. They don't have to wait for any other player to be ready to give the pass. Mm -hmm. So uh, the defenders don't have time to uh, look at the umpire and talk because if they are going to talk, uh, the game is going to start immediately. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing. The second thing is uh, uh, when 
earlier they used to we used to give a card uh, for a player mm. uh, like a green card and then uh, before starting the game they used to have a chat with us but now the rule changes uh, once you give a card you just immediately start the game and mm. the owners will be on the players to go and sit on the sin bin Mm. So once they go and sit in the sin bin, then their uh, suspension time will start. So mm. what happens whenever we give a card, uh, they just rush towards the sin bin to start their uh, uh, suspension period. Right. Uh, these are the two points, and the one more thing uh, which is so very important is the video video referrals that that came up uh, in the recent past. Mm. Uh, because of the uh, this video referral, uh, they didn't have to uh, fight with the umpires because if they have a doubt, they can refer the question. and they will uh, whatever the code is there they will get back uh, the answer so that, these are i think few things uh, which really made our job a bit easier compared to the previous years right i, I want you to elaborate a little bit more uh, on technology you know playing a big part now like you said uh, video empowering has come in and um, how much has that kind of helped you guys specifically the video empowering bit and if you can give any example you know a personal experience of it well uh, okay i'll go with this um, uh, technology yes uh, now everyone has to accept it it is uh, it is, we cannot take it as negative because ultimately it is the justice what we are giving to the teams hmm but we as umpires we make Miss, uh, more errors uh, being a human, it is common, and mm-hmm. players do accept it also. But to overcome those mistakes and give a rightful, uh, I mean, decision to the teams, uh, we have to use the technologies nowadays. Cameras from different angles give uh, very good uh, views, so that, uh, uh, for example, uh, if we have not given a goal by a deflection, because. we know that inside the circle if there is it is a last minute and one team is leading by 1-0 and the other team is pressurizing if you see all the almost 20 players is inside the circle mm-hmm. and it is not so easy for an on field umpire to uh, uh, um, watch the ball or whatever is happening in that melee uh, under pressure sometimes under pressure that umpire might give a wrong decision which is not good for uh, uh, the game so ultimately uh, using the technology like video thing and giving the right decision definitely both the teams will accept all the spectators will accept and it is very good for the game and uh, and uh, and spectator friendly too mm-hmm. right this is something even the players really had to adapt right uh, you know ever since the video referral referral has come in the players have also had to adapt and i think uh, there have been times when the players also have not been able to express exactly why they are asking for a referral in those uh, times you know how does an umpire uh, deal with that situation do you ask them uh, repeatedly that is this what uh, you are asking for is this your question or anything of that sort oh, actually uh, it's the onus on the players uh, it is their right uh, what uh, what we uh, look at it uh, whenever they are ready uh, with the questions uh, they can ask uh, we don't we don't have to wait for any particular person or a captain to come to us and ask the question uh, mm-hmm. if they are not happy anyone can come and ask the question 
and then uh, once they have given the signal uh, then uh, they have to uh, ask the question within 20 seconds uh, uh, that's that's a kind of rule uh, we have and then uh, any any question they can ask uh, because it's up to them uh, what they feel wrong okay and, uh, once they uh, once they come up with the question the same question we sent it to the video umpire uh, but here uh, i just like to add ki uh, the um, video umpire doesn't look only what the player had asked uh, he just look at uh, all this uh, possible situation whatever happened there and okay. then he come up with a, a proper decision uh, which can be different than what the player is asking but the but our ultimate uh, decision should be uh, it should not harm the uh, harm the game right we are more focus on uh, what the right decision is rather than what the right or right or wrong question we are getting okay and the player also has to ask within 20 seconds is it right yeah and if they ask uh, if they take a little bit more time uh, in that you know uh, confusion or they want to discuss with a captain or something then do they lose the referral yes uh, it's like uh, we wait for 20 seconds as as per rule uh, the rule says we have to wait for 20 seconds and if they don't come up with the 20 seconds then we refer the last decision what we have taken or the last move uh, which has happened and the video umpire uh, took that decision or uh, took that particular situation into count but they have to uh, and it is already uh, in in the rule book so they uh, they are very much aware of the way of this all the situations so they know when to ask a question that's very interesting that's very interesting thanks javed for explaining that uh, to us um javed how is it for you uh, you know i just said uh, you work in the port you but you still remain extremely active through the year you're there at uh, national championships you're there at international tournaments how do you manage this government organization uh, which uh, really uh, supports the uh, uh, supports me uh, as an umpire uh, yes mumbai port uh, is a big organization we have and uh, being a player uh, i got a job as a, in a sports quota Hmm. so i was playing uh, for a long time and then uh, there was a very tough time for me when i was playing also and at the same time doing international umpiring so so i used to have a, a good number of leave for my playing and then i used to apply for umpiring also uh, but uh, what i feel is uh, if you have a good passion like rahu said the more passion you have uh, then the you will get uh, right uh, right direction mm. what i was uh, feeling here is the more the more uh, efforts you put in the more result the better results you are going to get and that's what happened uh, we uh, we both took a lot of uh, efforts in uh, doing in coming up to this level it's not it was not easy when we look back uh, 18 years 19 years service uh, managing work managing a uh, playing career managing family and then umpiring yes uh, it uh, yeah it's it's a big 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 issue big achievement like today <laughs> absolutely 100% is definitely a big achievement and i'd like to highlight that uh, i think javed has uh, officiated in more than 135 uh, international matches is that correct javed? yes yeah and ragu has officiated in uh, more than 158 international uh, matches up, yes. up until now yes. you're getting closer to that 200 mark a double yes. thanks to ragu 
uh, I would love to touch that uh, 200 uh, so that uh, all the support and blessings uh, keeps going and uh, my enthusiasm keeps me going, I will definitely achieve it. Absolutely, you know, and uh, something else that I want to uh, talk about with both of you is uh, uh, what Hockey India is doing for officiating, you know, in these last 10 to 11 years, we've seen a lot of young umpires also come in to this and uh, even women have taken up officiating. Um, Hockey India does a lot of courses for uh, umpire, umpires. Uh, technical officials. Even during this lockdown, we've seen uh, both of you were quite active. You were part of uh, various online sessions. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how much this has helped in developing, uh, you know, umpires in the country? Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, if we look back, uh, when we started, I mean, uh, we were the youngsters in the lot. Uh, and uh, we were uh, following uh, that time the legendary umpires like Satinder, Shakil Bhai, Munisa, Claudius, Sangha Bhai. Uh, those were uh, Ripudaman. Uh, those were though, uh, these people were uh, our seniors, and we were learning from them. Mm. Uh, and it, it's so happy that now uh, we have come to a stage where a lot of youngsters are very willing to come and start officiating. Uh, and also, Hockey India is giving such a good platform for those uh, young umpires, both male and female, uh, to come up. Uh, if we look, uh, the last year, uh, we started our online classes uh, in September, uh, which uh, the Hockey India Umpiring Committee uh, approved it, and we started the hockey, uh, online uh, classes. I think uh, by last month, uh, we had almost around 126 uh, plus uh, umpires, both uh, male and female together. Mm. Uh, it's a very good uh, path where we are moving into. We want some more uh, uh, umpires and mainly we are focusing with uh, female umpires. We want more female umpires to represent our country. Mm. And definitely me, Javed and other senior officials, we are really willing to share our knowledge, our experience to them. Mm. And definitely Hockey India is uh, uh, planning so much uh, very well uh, with the pathways, uh, creating the online classes, online tests, uh, everything. Uh, they are calling from every member units. Uh, to give three male, three female umpires, plus umpires, uh, more umpires. Mm. Uh, definitely, uh, uh, if we go for another couple of uh, years, uh, we will not be having uh, uh, we will not be facing any issue like we do not have any umpires or anything. Right. As the, as these youngsters uh, now uh, last uh, uh, junior academy women where I was there as an umpire manager, uh, they were uh, young umpires. Uh, the youngest one was 19 years. Uh, she did very um, boldly. Uh, that mm -hmm. is what we require. Might be, it is not to a top level, but it's a good scratch, a good scratch to start the umpiring career. Mm. And uh, there was one more female from uh, Tamil Nadu. She was really good. Uh, they all came from this online classes only. And I'm really happy to see uh, that these people are grabbing those uh, 
knowledge uh, quite early and putting forward uh, to implement those things on field. Yes, mm. it might take a uh, few more years for them to develop uh, into a correct, uh, uh, what you say as a model empire. Mm. But definitely experience only makes it. Uh, as I, we also, uh, when we started, we were uh, not uh, so uh, good umpires or anything. Like, uh, usually in international, they say, yeah, you're okay, you're good. Now, we are great umpires, something like step by step, we have to move up the ladder. Yes. That is what we require uh, in these youngsters also. Mm-hmm. Javed, I know you also interact uh, a lot with uh, young umpires. How do you, uh, you know, prepare them, especially when uh, they they have to umpire in a match where there are really stalwart players? You know, I think yeah. that is one challenge a lot of young umpires face. You know, how how do you prepare them? So, the basic idea is, I just like to share my experience because when even when I started umpiring uh, at a young age. And I used to umpire uh, top international India players. And then obviously I used to have that fear, a kind of fear with me, uh, how I'm going to, uh, how I'm going to uh, dominate them. Uh, that's the most important thing. And uh, it's not, uh, it's not the letting them down, but by move, keeping yourself above their level. And that's what uh, I like to share with the other umpires that the self-confidence that you have. Uh, you you might have the greatest players on the field playing uh, with you, but they are not at all interested in the umpires, how he looks uh, or she looks or how she blows. They only need good decisions from the umpires. And if you have good knowledge, if you have confidence in your ability and if you can deliver the best thing, then no player is uh, will like to challenge the decision of the umpires. And that's how I just like to motivate them. Do your best. Uh, give your best. And obviously, the players are not going to uh, over overcome on you. Mm-hmm. I I understand that both of you come from an era. You must have started when uh, stalwart players like uh, Danraj Pillai was playing. Jugraj was there. Uh, can you recall something from those days? How it was when you were officiating officiating their matches? Javed, you want to uh, recall anything from those matches? Oh, well, uh, that's what I said. It was very tough. Uh, like, uh, uh, I can imagine uh, not getting proper sleep uh, before the game. Uh, always thinking uh, because uh, there was not a, a better kind of guide, guidance that we used to have now. Uh, we just have to prepare ourselves. And then uh, the basic thing, what I learned is uh, do your best. And uh, whenever there are uh, players... Uh, who are going to challenge your decision. So, whenever they got the ball, give your 200%. Uh, that's what uh, I used to do. Uh, if someone, uh, players, uh, good players who are going to challenge, if he or she got the ball, just focus 200% and give your best decision. And that's how, if your decisions are good, no one going to challenge. Right. Raghu, any uh, personal anecdote you want to share? Uh... You know, any instance where uh, you, you, you've had a tough, you've had to give a tough decision? Uh, well, yes, uh, there are many, it's not one or two. Uh, definitely uh, officiating uh, uh, when I did my first uh, national level tournament, like 
it was my nehru tournament uh, in delhi uh, even javi also uh, did that uh, first uh, national level tournament mm. uh, in 2001 or 2002 if i am not wrong at that time star star players like dhanana jugrat uh, singh arjun alapa subarna ashish balal these people were playing these players uh, who had their own experience and these people would have crushed us like uh, anything uh, being an young umpire or if we uh, do any small mistake they used to miss uh, they start shouting at us or we used to have that uh, fear but uh, uh, one mr peter modak used to say that an umpire should have an elephant skin or a buffalo skin uh, so we were tough in that uh, we used to do our job we had gone for umpiring we had gone, we used to whatever we saw the on field we used to uh, blow for the, those four uh, and we never uh, looked like uh, uh, he uh, star player is playing another player is playing uh, we never uh, thought about that Uh, we used to treat all the players uh, as the same and what i used to do is like i used to feel the uh, pain what the players were feeling by playing if mm. a small if a big wrong decision we if we give what uh, effect it impacts on the players that should not happen that is what i used to feel and concentrate a lot uh, on the match uh, and never listen for the shouting whatever it comes from the spectators or the bench uh, or anything or the players uh, i used to just hear from right and leave it on the left and concentrate for the next move whatever is uh, coming forward uh, that is how uh, i progressed uh, when i started uh, my umpiring career there are many incidents where like uh, if my first international tournament uh, which was in uh, 2003 in australia Uh, at the same at that time uh, subayana was my roommate danna uh, now also uh, had come uh, arjun was there uh, from uh, karnataka uh, definitely they guided me in the first game uh, it, whatever happens in domestic but at international level they guided guided me like the first match was like australia versus pakistan that was senior senior match and the first 10 minutes was like Uh, all birds were flying on my head uh, mm. but after that yes um, i did a very good job uh, there was an umpire manager there uh, don prayer he was looking at me and he encouraged me and uh, and there it started mm. and never looked back right that's fantastic and it's uh, it's great that both of you are sharing such uh, in- insightful details with us just lastly um I'd like to understand. We are just less than forty days to go for the Tokyo Olympic Games. There must be a lot of excitement as well as nervousness within you uh, before you leave for Tokyo. This is definitely going to be a very different Olympic Games, like no other in the past. So, can you tell us about how you know you are feeling about it, just going into Tokyo? Obviously, very very different from. Uh, what do we expect normally uh, like uh, even i was there for the rio olympics uh, the preparation was uh, very smooth uh, how uh, 
we used to plan our fitness we used to plan how what uh, the games we are doing and then used to go but this time it's not that easy first of all it was postponed for one year and then uh, due to lockdown period we always have to uh, keep changing our uh, fitness plan uh, like if the lockdown is there we are doing uh, home workouts uh, if there is uh, lockdown is not there then we are going on the field and doing our sub speed workouts uh, now since rain uh, rain is started here we cannot use the field so now we are doing on the road so a lot of uh, plannings change in the plannings and then and uh, say because of less less perspectives we are focusing more on the views and uh, we are uh, focusing on the teams so what uh, we are going to face uh, like what what are their challenge or how they play uh, what are their strengths now a lot of things have changed their tactics during uh, we can see during the pro league games so uh, we can work on that a uh, lot of things on that Mm, right that's very interesting point actually what javed said that you have to constantly keep uh, watching international matches to understand how uh, each team is playing differently from a previous tournament uh, yes nandini uh, as uh, javed said uh, this will be definitely uh, a different game different olympic game it's not only for us even for the teams and the players and the coaches too Uh, for example uh, my last game uh, it's been uh, quite long time uh, now after going to olympics uh, i'll be doing the first game and from the starting whistle from the starting minute of my game i have to be on the top i cannot uh, say that this is my first game i have to come up mm. no excuses cannot be given mm. so the uh, and if i uh, Uh, as been preparing these meetings, umpire managers meetings, man, umpires meeting every month, so so that we are all on the same page uh, while giving vision, uh, and also we keep watching the videos, uh, previous uh, match videos, and even few of the pro leagues which was uh, telecasted uh, live on Watch Hockey or uh, Star Sports, uh, mm. we were watching that. and we discuss after the game uh, we discuss either through whatsapp or video uh, we discuss and uh, we come to a conclusion that is one thing and most important thing is the fitness you have to give a lot of emphasis on the fitness so that we are in the position to give a right judgment uh, at the right moment on field so that's why fi talking is very much insisting and very much uh, strict on the uh, fitness thing uh, right. on the umpires right usually it's just out of my own curiosity for umpires what about what aspect of the game is perhaps most difficult is it uh, the penalty corners or uh, you know what what aspect is actually the most challenging in an umpire's perspective i need both of you to answer this question for me it's aerial Okay, aerial <laughs> pass. Aerial was very confusing. Uh, we are trying to be more consistent uh, with that, mm. uh, but uh, now uh, since some guidelines have come uh, okay. to blow the ball twenty meters uh, in the air where it is landing, wherever if in, in case two players are standing and we blow out, uh, who are created dangerous. Mm. Um, Uh, if we look at the last uh, couple of uh, proling matches which happened uh, 
a month back. Uh, the umpires who are officiating did a good job. Uh, even uh, while watching match, uh, we uh, I do say myself in the mind saying that yeah, this is uh, white ball, white player ball, or uh, green player ball, red player ball. I used to say something in my mind. So that uh, yeah, uh, this has to be done in my game also. Uh, right. Aerial is the most uh, confusing thing, and uh, I should not uh, tell my secrets. Like uh, uh, I'm very lenient in giving cards. Uh, uh, okay. Because, <laughs> uh, most of the players. Are... Better watch out for Ragu then. <laughs> uh, but if it comes to very physical, uh, definitely uh, the cards will be shown. Uh, like uh, there are more players who are very uh, friendly and very close. Like Raghu, Sunil, Vikram, Shrijesh. Uh, mm-hmm. They're very good, even in international. So, most of the players talk very nicely. Mm-hmm. And they do understand the difficulties of umpiring also. Uh, sometimes we don't see. And if we apologize uh, for not seeing, definitely they do accept it. Right. Uh, really feel happy that uh, we have chosen uh, right game and mm-hmm. uh, right players and right people are around us um, to help us move forward. That's nice. What about you, Javed? Yeah, for me, uh, the crowded circle, I never liked that. Okay. So yeah. many players, uh, especially it happens during the uh, last minutes of the game or last minute of the quarters where the teams are pressing and uh, 17 to 20 players in a circle and then we need to look out for that ball. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's, but then that's what the game is and that's what we like about it. So <laughs> Absolutely. Just um, my last question is, uh, I know umpires are supposed to be very unbiased, but this question may seem a bit, uh, you know, I'm, I just want you to predict which teams might end up on the podium. Simply because you guys follow the game so closely, you follow the teams so closely, um, you're right there on the field, you're watching them play um, at a very close proximity. So you would probably be able to tell us or give us that insight um, as to who might have the edge to finish on the podium this year? Emotionally speaking, Nandini, uh, I would love my Indian game to be on the podium. But as you said, being an umpire, we have to be unbiased. Mm. Uh, so I would uh, say that the best team, let it be on the podium. No, you can't get away with that, Raghu. You still have to bet. <laughs> 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 Javed will say one, I will say the second one. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you, have to teams. you have to you have to tell us who uh, who you might think will have an edge. Who are the top contenders? Yeah. So, uh, here we can say uh, the, the preparations are different for all the teams. It's not the same Olympics that uh, all the teams like uh, preparing well. Every team has some. Uh, drawbacks due to lockdown things and all that stuff. Everybody is coming out from that. Uh, I can say uh, European teams uh, have a good uh, good match uh, practice, you can say, uh, by having the Euro Cup. Uh, India team is not having that much of uh, matches, but I can see uh, the way they have performed in the uh, few games uh, before. Uh, India team, obviously, I can see uh, they can be a podium finish and a couple of European teams, yeah. Very diplomatic answer, Javed. Raghu, you, <laughs> you still have to pick uh, your top contenders. 
Uh, I would go with my colleague uh, Javed. We have to be on the same page uh, of the field and on the field. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll take that for an answer. All right. Before I ask both of you um, one last question, I have prepared a short, uh, rapid fire for both of you since you you know each other for the last uh, two decades. So I'm sure you'll know a lot about each other. First question: Who has the most patience? On and off the field. Me, I think me, Javed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who gets angry? Me. <laughs> okay. Who gets angry really fast? On the field. Okay. Off the field, me. On the field, uh, a little bit less. Yeah. Okay, so it's Raghu then. Javed is the more calmer one. He's always calm. I've seen that. Who's yeah, quite? He's very calm. His wife is very lucky. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who's the most lenient in giving cards? Me. Why is that? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, whenever a player make mistake, uh, I shout at them there itself, and uh, it doesn't happen in international, but uh, in domestic, uh, I shout at there. And they just listen to me. If they don't listen, then yeah, the hands will go in the pockets and the cards come out. <laughs> okay. Mostly, mostly, mostly try, like try uh, to be more onto communication side. More communication side, yeah. Okay, okay. And who likes to build a rapport with players between the two of you? Raghu, not me at all. <laughs> I always okay. like to stay away from the players. <laughs> <laughs> and more reserved also, is it, Javed? Yes, yes, that's nature. <laughs> okay. My last question. Yes, Go ahead, Raghu. Yeah, me being with uh, mostly like uh, with more along with the players like Raghu, Vikram, uh, Sunil, uh, mm. Vinay. We used to be together uh, in the stadium or whatever it is. So uh, we are very close there. So okay. that uh, might be quite a little bit helpful on field also. <laughs> okay. So my last question, since uh, both of you have also been roommates uh, for uh, a lot, many years in many tournaments, who sleeps a lot? Uh, Lambu. My Lambu. Javed. <laughs> okay. And who eats a lot? Again, my friend, Javed. That's natural diet. <laughs> That was fun, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> Thank you so much, both of you. Thanks, Javed. Thanks, Raghu. Uh, this was a very insightful conversation. And um, I hope uh, listeners uh, enjoy this show. You know, we've, we've never really, you know, spoken to umpires. We've never really interviewed umpires. It was really nice to know your perspective about the game and what really goes on in a you know in an umpire's perspective in an umpire's life quite literally how you prepare for matches and so on and so forth so thanks a lot for sharing so many details with us today and uh, wish you the very best um, as you leave for tokyo thank you thank you nandini thank you thank you nandini uh, thanks for this opportunity to share our uh, views uh, thanks to hockey india and uh, we wish uh, good luck to our Indian team uh, through this medium. Thank you. Thanks so much, Raghu. Thanks a lot.